Schaefer. Right, we've got Matt. Well, do we do we get them over here? Let's get let's open with Emma. 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 Emily. Emma. Emma McDonald. Okay, you ready? Yes. Hit you it. Ready? Hit it. What's that annoying? I don't. This has been going on the whole time. Have you noticed that? They're like, trying you, to give away stuff to make sure we come Apple, back next Apple. They're giving year. away Apple computers right now. And okay, an iPhone no 15 to the event organizers. I All walked right. over. I couldn't get in on it. Well, hey, welcome to the uh, International Council of Air Show's annual convention coming to you from Caesars Palace in know, Las Vegas, right? Nevada. Isn't weird? We're at Caesars Palace. I know. We've been a lot of all, nude statues here. We've, we've been all over Caesar's Palace, too. And you can't, no matter where you look, oh my gosh. there it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it just all hanging out there, isn't it? They finally, it is. We finally got to a venue that outdid the Opryland Death March. Yeah, I was walking 1999. around. 1999. I was walking around last night with Rick, and I'm, he's looking up at that statue of David, and I look at him, and I'm like, Rick... That's as close as you and me will ever get to the sword of excellence. That's right there. (laughs) All just out and proud. You know what I mean? Uh, Right there in living color. 5,557 steps to this booth. Yeah. That's about how many rooms are here, too. That's right. All right. Guess who we have Enough complaining. Guess who's here? Emma. Emma McDonald is sitting All the way from Australia. From Australia. It's Irma. How are you, Emma? Good. How are you? Can you hear me? I can hear you. I can't hear you. you Why can't, can't I hear you? Mash the button. How I can, can I hear, hear you? Her. She's you're fine. You I can hear her just yeah. fine. Hello. Hello. Everything's working. <laughs> so what's it like to be somewhere and not have to worry about the flying? Yeah. We're here with all the air show people, and you're not doing spins and lampshivacs and flipping end over end. You're just having a good time. I'm just having a good time. That's right. Nice change. It is a nice change, although I do miss it. Although we are doing a few flips and rolls around the place trying to dodge all these. Yeah, it's uh, a family show, Emma. <laughs> it's a family show. We're not going to hear any of that. None of that. Listen, I got to work with Emma down at Pacific Air Show Gold Coast. And let me tell you, you talk about mesmerizing the crowd. Uh, she did. She and, does. Uh, with her wingman, Matt Hall, of course, uh, the reigning Red Bull Air Race champion. Um, this lady's the real deal. I mean, seriously. And then she, you saw her, Rick, at uh, Pacific Air Show Huntington Beach when she flew. Kids flock to you, parents flock to you, uh, grown men cry in your presence. It's, uh, it's really cool. But, but you got started, and this is what I want to talk about, uh, you got started uh, on a crop duster field. Yeah, my whole family of um, crop duster pilots. So. Right, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm oh, glad they're going to try again. Someone, again. someone yeah. give me the Nerf gun. I can take this guy out from here. <laughs> yeah. your, your dad tells a story, though, about, about how he held you up on a clothesline. And, like, started spinning you around, and you just went nuts. Yeah, I was probably only a couple of months old, and he lifted me up, and I just held on to it. Yeah? He just spun us around. Wow. <laughs> we went, yeah. Yeah, and that's how he knew. He was like, oh, this is going somewhere. So yeah, air show star was born. Yeah, yeah that's right. It was. It was. How cool is that? There's a story that um, my mum was pregnant with me, and my dad took her up in the pits while he was training for an aerobatic competition. And there it really? is, too. I was really shaken and stirred to be an aerobatic pilot. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> well, it's worked out to everybody's benefit. People can follow you. Your social media handle's a little different. It is? Emma underscore beyond gravity. There it is. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Emma underscore beyond gravity. I keep hearing, I hear the Nerf gun. Yeah. Firing over there. <laughs> that Cheyenne. electronic oh. sound you're hearing is the automatic Rebel Mach yeah, Nerf gun, which has become yeah. a tradition in the closing moments of yeah 
Yeah, it's just a lot of the, fun. Uh, convention, and as people are tearing down what has been a very successful week, right, Rob? Yes, it has been. Uh, attendance has been uh, through the roof, and everybody that I've talked to has has had great uh, great success booking for 2024 and into 2025, and that's also very good news. And, and he's saying that with some emotion because 2025 yeah. is going to be absent on the uh, announcing stand for our Rob Ryder, because he's officially announced that you're done after next year, sir. Yeah, uh, it's time. And, yeah. you know, I've been thinking about it since 18. I, I am proud to say I'm 75 years old, and I've had a run unlike any I could have imagined when I started chasing this business. Yeah. Amen. And so I'm, I'm, I'll be doing 13 shows next year. You... And you two and I, we, the three of us, will have the opportunity to do Miramar together in September. And, uh, and therefore, uh, we will have, I think, maybe three of the best days of the season, yep. maybe. Or maybe, as we said last time yep. we got to work together, many seasons. Amen. Yes. Yes. So that'll be a good one for us. And I'll get to finish very uh, fittingly at, at Naval Air Station Pensacola. Yes. And, and let me say again, thank you for covering this past year. Well, they and loved they, what you did. We can announce it all. I will carry on the tradition Post. after that in 2025, and I'm really looking forward to that. That's going to be really something. But this is not goodbye for Rob Ryder, because uh, many of you know that Rob is into audiobooks. And uh, we have a special announcement there, too, that uh, you will now be working under the, uh, well, you're, you're, your previous stage name that nobody knew about, but you're you're just advancing your career a little bit further. As we heard, your agent uh, announced that you'll be doing a new line under the name Rob Ride Hard of uh, yeah. of of novels that Probably. that might not be you know appropriate for your old yeah, audience. Oh, the so, timing couldn't be better. Yeah, so attention that's just, families. That's yes. going to be great. Yeah, so and congratulations. You can, you, can, you can be assured that uh, I will not do anything that will require a pseudonym. Okay? <laughs> All right. So look, Emma. Okay, maybe Thanks. that's there. We go. Emma, you, you, uh, you're going to be going back to Australia. You're going to be flying another show here in the near future, like, what, next week or something? Yeah, next week we're going to our last show for the year. I think that's great. Well, and, then, and, then, and then back over, and you'll be heading off to Australia. Yeah. And another yeah. Pacific right. Air Show, Gold Coast there. That's right. The ladies for Liberty are singing. Eric, Eric's got to run. I just want to say goodbye yeah. to him, too, because you've got a flight out of here, right? Well, let's put Eric on. Emma, thank yeah. you for coming on. Not this is problem. all hit Thanks and miss. You follow you at, at, at Emma. Underscore Beyond Gravity. There you go, Beyond Gravity. All Thanks, right. Guys. I love the handle. Let's drag Eric in, another international. On because it is truly an international event this year. It is. Uh, here in the in this great American iconic city of Las Vegas. And Eric is here over from Belgium with the, uh, the aviation photo crew. And you came for the first time this year to set up the Sky Van and all this air-to-air photography and videography. And it went so well. You're back again. Uh, yes, sir. We will be back in 2024. Uh, so this year was indeed our first season flying uh, projects, big photo flying projects in both Canada and North America. And coming from Europe, it's a bit, you know, like they always say when you go uh, west, expect the unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> and it was pretty much it, but in a good way. I mean, uh, air shows are done in a much more, you know, this is the land of showbiz. Yep. 
So that, w w that was what it was for us in the end as well. We did phenomenal photo join-ups, both with the Marines, the Navy, the Army, the USAF, and all that civilian participants. We had a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, we're going to be back. And we are adding two more events to our schedule. So Excellent. you will see more of us. I will see you at Sun and Fun in the spring, my friend. Yes, Take sir. Care. All right. Safe travels back to Belgium. And Thank you. And we should talk a little bit about this because, as it, it, Eric, we could fill in, but this is a really great opportunity for folks. Uh, any, any aviation photographer that's out there that has the chops uh, to go fly with Eric, he has unbelievable opportunities for you. They uh, set the sky van up uh, like, a, like a staging, uh, three levels of seats, uh, the front row and the highest ticket to buy. Uh, your legs can dangle out the outside. You're on the basically yeah. the back gate, and everybody's monkey-tailed in so you can't fall out. There's lots of safety. They operate very safely. So if you're a photographer and you're looking for those kinds of opportunities, uh, it's just an amazing experience. It is the ultimate photo pit, is it not? No, it is. Man, air-to-air, yeah. air, high on the ground. I hear. Yeah. Well, it's just that time in the show. It is. We're going to get to our next guest here in a few moments, uh, the pilot of uh, Patrika. Uh, is going to join us here in a few minutes, but right now, now, right now, we have to talk to the most important name, the most professional, professional, name, professional name in the news business when it comes to air shows. Our own Rick Peterson now with Propwash. What's the latest in news, Rick? Hot Peterson? off the press, the uh, the ICAST Convention 23 is winding down. It's been the biggest one yet. Uh, a lot of business has been done. Going to be a lot of great shows coming up. There's some news pertaining to a 100th anniversary of the Royal Canadian Air Force that has brought European jet teams to this nation as well, both uh, the U.S. and Canada. We're going to tell you about that. Uh, we're going to, in fact, talk to the, uh, the lead of the Snowbirds about the 100th anniversary. But closer to home and some good old American news when it comes to warbirds is yeah. R.T. Dixon. This guy blew the doors off uh, the other day with a big announcement uh, about an F-86. And he, what was so cool, we even shared this on on my other station, on Warbird Radio, yep. about how, you know, so many times people want to, you know, oh, you should have painted it like this, you should have painted it like that. Well, RT just blew the doors open, and he said, hey, look, this is your chance. How should I paint this F-86? Who, Who should, should we, we honor? honor? Who should we honor? And he rolled out the, uh, the decision, and the announcement was made yesterday, and uh, Swamp Fox, the P-51, will continue to fly, of course. And uh, the F-86, RT, thanks for joining us. We'll honor... Uh, uh, Joe Romack, and good afternoon, gentlemen. And I use that term very loosely. Yes, you. Uh, <coughs> you know, that he, he gets familiar like that because we've done too many shows with this guy over the summer. Over the summer, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a guy, by so the way. Joe I mean, Romack is a hero. And uh, you didn't go for the ace and stuff. Didn't didn't we didn't do the it with background Swamp of this Fox. man is so interesting. Yeah, we didn't we we didn't do it with with Swamp Fox, uh, and we wanted to continue that theme because, you know, what I've been doing with the Swamp Fox shows is preserving the history, educating the crowd, especially the next generation, and then and then trying to inspire them as well. So, um, you know, preserve, uh, educate, and inspire. Um, so we're doing that with Patricia too, not Patrika. But, right. but thanks, yeah. Rick. That's a, uh, that was just a, a little, social little media screw up. But anyway, well, well you can't for spell which Rick. I was responsible. You can't spell and I'll Rick either. Never hear so. the end of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, it's just fun. But no, so so Joe Remack is an amazing when when you read his history, an amazing uh, uh, gentleman that did phenomenal, uh, had a phenomenal career with the U.S. Air Force, and almost an astronaut, made it to twenty-eight out of one hundred and ten. Um, 
but was an unsung hero. He had two kills in Korea, did three tours in Vietnam. F4? Uh, F4, yeah. He uh, he got shot down in a uh, in an F-102 by his wingman. Um, Wait, uh, no, he didn't. can't stop there. Whoa. You have to tell this story because this happened here. This, it was over the Gulf of Mexico. And he of, survived. Out, out of Florida. No, yeah, he, sur- he survived. But, yeah, so he's... Uh, um, he did a lot of training and education after after you know he he rose in the ranks a little bit. He was a test pilot, uh, test evaluation out of Tyndall. Uh, he's a patch uh, to those who the uninitiated is fighter weapon school. So um, just an amazing guy. Nobody knows of him. It's Nobody color- knows anything color- about him. Colorful scheme. It's going to be a polished, uh, much like uh, Swamp Fox is. It'll be a lot of shiny metal. Got the yellow stripes. Got the uh, Rocketeer. Yep. Is going to be on there and the uh, and. Tell me about the uh, skull and crossbones. Got the Jolly Rogers. Well, because so, this lends itself well to uh, Mr. Matt Jolly. Matt Matt Jolly, actually. Yeah. And and are you related to Clifford Jolly? And no, we, we uh, no, okay. not that I'm aware of. So so uh, Clifford Jolly was uh, was a Utah Air National Guard pilot. Then when Korea broke out, and he went in the yeah. theater and flew with the uh, the Chiefs with the yeah. Fourth Fighter Interceptor Wing, and. Uh, Last name Jolly. He had the Jolly Roger and painted a Jolly Roger with a saber through the skull on the side of his fuselage. Well, when he rolled out of theater, um, Romac got the airframe. They, they transferred it to uh, another squadron in the fourth, and Romac got it, loved the flag, put kept the flag on it, and then put his girlfriend's name on it, Patricia. Yeah. Uh, who, Which is pretty cool because this airplane is actually being restored in Chino, and uh, that's where... Clifford, you know Clifford's airplane is honored. Correct. There with uh, with Steve Henton. Where did that airplane come from? Uh, my airframe came out of uh, uh, the Mojave. So uh, oh. uh, Al Hansen owned it for decades. It was a former flight systems drone that was not converted and was sold. And so, yeah. Wow. Cool stuff. So yeah. Well, congratulations on it. That's and really look, cool. you got to come back on and dish about your whole schedule. We want to do a whole episode with you because you have quickly become, you have quickly become like the most recognizable P-51 Mustang demo out there right now. The world's okayest pilot. That's me. I love it. I love it. But a lot of people only know you as Swamp Fox, and so we just wanted to bring R.T. Dixon. That's right. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for coming on. You've got at least three hours of teardown on this elaborate uh, display that you have over there, so good luck with it. Let's move to the boss, and then we're going to get our host uh, on here right after the boss with the uh, Canadian Forces Snowbirds. Snowbirds, number one, Brent Handy this year. First of all, yeah. this is a return to the team for Brent, uh, but not you're the boss now. And uh, there's so much history to this that uh, we're going to enjoy sharing. But first of all, welcome to the new gig. And I heard, I heard his number one priority was 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 making the flight suits tight. <laughs> like uh, he didn't have like to those American it, though, teams, when he sat you know? down. Yeah. Yeah. You did you not have paint to them on, they're not the tight enough. That's right. they yeah. got to be painted on now. The snowbirds are bringing the heat. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, Brent, what, how did, I, this surprised me when it, was, when it was said. I didn't see this coming because you, of course, were leading a great civilian team in the meantime of three pit specials, yeah. the Northern Stars. And that, so what happened and how did this come about? That's a great question. <laughs> I don't know. Which, I'm kind the of answer to which myself. you don't know. Huh? That's correct, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, uh, it's kind of been the story of my military career. You know, I just... I never see these things coming, and the, the opportunities keep coming my way, and it's it's kind you of... You can't say no. You can't say no, but uh, it's it's the story of the RCAF for me. You know, we get we get these opportunities that are coming up, and you just can't see them coming, so it's it's been a good ride. Here we are. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. And in this year, which is very important to the RCAF, their centennial, mm. 100th anniversary, a lot of things planned up in Canada for that. 
Snowbirds will be involved in that. And then these wonderful teams from Europe have decided to come over and help out. And yeah. That's going to be pretty special, isn't it? No kidding. Chance of a lifetime. You know, uh, one show in particular, Gatineau, with the three teams, us, the, the maybe a European team that we may or may not know about coming. That's right. We have to. And uh, we'll and confirm later. Yeah. You know, anyways, <laughs> several teams. Uh, let's yes. just put it that way. But, uh, yeah, I mean, lots of really cool opportunities to uh, showcase our relationships with other air forces in other countries. Will yeah. one of those opportunities be a mass formation? I would certainly think there will be some of that. Oh, yeah. That's going to be cool. That all is still in the plans, but uh, yeah. so much has been confirmed here this week. The Frecci Tricorari are over here uh, at the convention, the Italians, uh, and they feel right at home at Caesar's Palace. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> just the names of half the rooms we've been going to. They, oh, they don't have to do any of the translating. So or any that. flight suits. Yeah, yeah. or yeah, any flight, flight suits. suits. They're just walking around, <laughs> pull up, you know. Yeah, so yeah, we'll leave it at that, Rob. With yeah, the Air Force, too, and this 100th anniversary and this wonderful logo and design that you're already wearing on the uniforms, uh, news came out yesterday, too, uh, and you're no stranger to a CF-18, that uh, we're going to have special paint again this year, mm. which is mm. nice. Yeah. So you'll be this doing some year. stuff with it, too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So right. talk to me about the Snowbirds, then, as we venture into 2024, because, you know, it's, it's an important year, and uh, you've got your eyes focused on... Canadian needs and getting out there, but you're yep. also going to be uh, very visible throughout North America, too, which I think is terrific, yep. but mostly at home. It's an important year, isn't it? It is, um, but, you know, to touch on the uh, the presence in the U.S., you know, we're, we're going to be at EAA Oshkosh this year, which will be my first time to, to go there, so I'm really excited about that, but uh, I don't want to undersell the importance of, you know, representing our Air Force to our, our most important ally, let's be honest, right? So, um, we get so much out of those alliances that it's so important for us to, to be seen by our American brothers and sisters. And, uh, and so, yeah, it's a really cool opportunity to do that. Yeah. Uh, so Oshkosh, big one, of and course. And will you, will you camp like you did the we'll previous see. time? Yeah. yeah, that was. I didn't. I didn't. That, that was, that was, that was there, so right? cool. The coordinators yeah. did the camping. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, was, that, was one of my, I, that was one of my favorite memories. Yeah, you got to uh, get the full experience, right? Seeing the jet parked back there in vintage. Let's not dwell on that too no, much. No, it was but yeah, just, it was but it was a great area. moment. I mean, it really was. <laughs> no, totally, you yeah. don't see that from those teams over here. No. You know, I mean, no. Let no. me ask a procedural question with respect to the box, the aerobatic box at Oshkosh. Mm -hmm. Putting a bunch of fast jets like the Blues and Thunderbirds, they can't make the box work there. Your airplanes are slower, but you got a lot more of them, and you got a lot more breadth to the formations. How's yeah. that working out? Uh, I think it's going to work just fine. You know, uh, the bulk of the, I mean, the box is where the aerobatic activity is happening, right? But we've got the big 10-mile radius that we're, we're orchestrating all the players into. But so you're going a 10-mile radius, not just a 7? Uh, typically, it's 10, yeah. Okay. I think. Interesting, yeah. I think. Well, I should know this. More to come on that because <laughs> yeah. they're, they're working up some stuff on that, too. They've got a whole bunch of interesting things coming there as far as jets and fast-moving jets go. Uh, and then back in Canada again with the uh, special commemorations over Ottawa, which sound like they're going to be pretty spectacular That'll too. Be quite a thing, yeah. yeah. Parade of basically all current Apparently. and some future aircraft as well. Apparently, so. I have to bone up on all this stuff because mm. I'll be involved. <laughs> it's yeah. Terrifying to be honest, because <laughs> you got to get the history right. In a hundred years, we have to make sure we do it upright. That's so right. It's a it's an incredible anniversary. How's the training going, and or yeah. how involved are you at that at this point? Very. Uh, yeah. We're about six weeks into it now, and uh, you know, not to dance around it, we've had a challenging few years the last yes. uh, the last four or five years between COVID and some other um, bad luck experiences that we've had. 
So a uh, strategy that we've we've taken this year is uh, we're having very low turnover. We're only repa- replacing one of our single digits. Our uh, outer right wingman uh, yep. is new to the team. Uh, sorry, untrained at this point. And uh, but other than that, we're we're bringing in some some experienced people. So myself, I'm not a exact. I'm a new lead, but I'm not new to the team as, as right. you mentioned. And uh, well, we've got a, a little a background on you too, Brand. Is and you're a humble humble guy, but. Safety and training and all that has always been a part. You've yeah. been very involved with the team over the years. Yeah, I guess it's been, uh, it was an eight-year stint I was with the squadron. Yeah. So two years as a, as a demo pilot and then another seven as a standards and training guy. But, uh, yeah, so we're, we're really working hard to build up the foundation of experience. Uh, you know, we've got, a, we've got probably half of our team who's, who's flown, quote-unquote, three seasons. Yep. But... Let's be honest, they've been some pretty abbreviated seasons. So even though they've put in the time and they've put in the effort, uh, you know, we've got some work to do to, to make that foundation real solid. So uh, to do that, the strategy is just bring on one new new pilot. And uh, as a result, it puts us in a really cool spot. We've already flown much of the opener of our show, which normally the benchmark before Christmas is if you can loop the, the nine airplanes, that's a huge win. And we've been flying the opener with loops and rolls and everything like that. Not for a brand new pilot, of course. So when we right. we typically train half the formation at a time. So instead of just the, the proper big diamond, we've got a half of a big diamond, and all the pilots are paired up two per plane, right? And uh, so we've been when we get on the left side, which is the experience side this year, we're flying like the, the opener already, and it's like we were doing that in October for crying out loud. That's awesome. Which That's good news. Unheard of, right? So. Uh, so we take take the wins when we can get them, and hopefully the uh, much of the bad luck's behind us, and we can get a little little well, bit of good luck going forward. I'm going to congratulate you, and I'm I'm really happy for you. You know, I've been a fan for a long time, Brent. So yeah. Yeah. this Thanks, is this Rick. will be good. Yep, right on. Best Thanks, of boss. Luck. We appreciate it. Cool. Thanks, guys. All right, great to have you, Brent. Yep. Where did the Where did our uh, Brent our, Handy, our gracious is, uh, host, go? The boss number one with the number words, and we thank him for dropping by as we. We have the greatest hits. People just rolling through here. That's right. Because everybody's here for the, the International Council of Air Shows convention. Wayne, uh, Wayne, do you want to come over here and, uh, and say something? What, what would you like to talk about? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I have no idea. He is actually moment. not yeah. too far from us. Yeah, he's <laughs> hanging out over there just kind of standing by his big cardboard cutout. And the guy that made that big cardboard cutout, Wayne Boggs, it's actually plywood, by the way. Oh, it's is not our, cardboard. Is the host uh, Spares this, no expense. He won't blow of this away. podcast. Uh, <laughs> just turned around and... Never mind. Uh, Kevin <laughs> Elliott joins us here from uh, Pacific Air Show, whose uh, booth we've been at the last few years. Uh, thank you for He's going to announce the yes. first Pacific Air Show Mars. That's the, right. Uh, yeah. The booth is made of cardboard, but Wayne over there, real sturdy, made of wood. <laughs> solid wood, baby. Yeah. yeah. It's good we to can be tell here. some stories, by the way, about yeah, sound good solid wood and Wayne. Huntington Beach, by the way, was a blast. I, we still talk about it. We had quite a few laughs. It's what it's all about, having a great time. And that's the U.S. show. And then Matt got over there, swinging the bat all by himself in Australia. And uh, and that turned out to be even bigger than you expected, I would think. It was amazing. Let me just say, though, you guys would be very proud because the number one feedback we got was that people loved our little buddy here, Matt. Yes. They said, you know, we thought listening to an American talk for five hours was going to be quite annoying, but actually it was pleasant. There were little I red mean, laser I mean, dots showing up all over were. you at times. There were. Yeah, they were, ready to, they were just ready to take me out. They were absolutely ready to take me out. But we, we had a great time. And so Kevin now has, I think, I don't know if it's the first air show uh, to have literally two continents uh, yeah. span. And, and there is, is there truth to a third? There is. Yes, Antarctica? there is. Oh. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, we are uh, Not actively confident. working on uh, two two potential locations, uh, and we'll ultimately select one of the two. Uh, so more to be more to come on that. Let's just say they're in East Asia. So and you've taken a good. different tact uh, than most producers. You're actually amassing an air force, and uh, you've got several. Airplanes yeah. in your Air Force. Now. Yeah, unlike a traditional producers, I exceptionally hate money. Yeah, and so uh, <laughs> you know, like I don't like it around. I don't like it around me. Yeah. I don't want it anywhere near me. It right. makes me very uncomfortable. So yeah. I'm doing everything I can to, to get rid of it, it at the right. absolute fastest pace possible. Right, uh, which you know comes with the fringe benefits of yeah having your own Air Force. Yeah, you bought the Yak 110. You've got another jet. Uh, that's going to be coming online here pretty soon, and there's several other things that are in the works, which is really exciting. Yeah, yeah, we've got some 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 stuff we want to do. I mean, the whole idea of going to Australia was a wild wild one. You know what I mean? Obviously, who would have thought we could replicate the success of Huntington Beach? You know, basically in the furthest point around the planet, um, and we did that. And you know, there are many people that thought we wouldn't be successful, but we were extremely successful. We produced the largest air show in Australia's history. Um, you know, the, the biggest recruiting numbers that they had ever seen. I mean, you know, by every measure, it was, it was extremely successful. By, just to give you some idea, we were contracted to provide 2,000 out-of-state visitors. We provided something on the order of 44,000 out-of-state visitors wow. uh, to the state of Queensland. So the largest event in Queensland. And, um, you know, we're just getting started, right? And a lot of people were like, wow, we had, didn't even know that this was happening, even though we spent a million dollars on They're marketing. trying to tell them. <laughs> you know what I mean? But now our objective truly was, I said, let's get as many people as we can get in there. You know, we sold about 30,000 tickets a day. And we sent every single one of those people away as a loyal brand ambassador to tell our story. And so yep. we should be seeing massive increases in the numbers. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a great, great success. I honestly can't remember what I was the point I was well, trying. to I had a no, question for you point. too because yeah. I, I, we're we're at the business convention of of the airshow industry, mm-hmm. and you're a businessman. You're a, a great businessman. Uh, nearly a hundred employees, three and a half acres of real estate there, just outside of Los Angeles. Massive warehouses, massive production company. Give us give us a, a minute of mentoring. Uh, if you're a producer listening to this or if you're a performer listening to this, what, what do we need to focus on? Where are we at? Where, what do you, you want to see? Boy, that's a, that's a tough one. Uh, I think, you know, the, the, we've got a long way to go as a business, if I'm being honest. Um, mm. You know, it's, it's sometimes, you know, Wayne Boggs likes to say I don't have a box. I think outside of the box. I feel like this is a really tough industry to try to think outside the box when all of the the pressure and the powers that be and the government involvement and all the military participation are saying we have to operate inside of the box. Right. And so that I feel like is one of our biggest risk factors as an industry. But, you know, for us, our success is, you know, we, we, we really value family and we want to, we want to meet the people where the people are. And that's, that's really the important thing for us. And I think that's why you see the numbers that you see in the success. I mean, you know, all things being equal, people want to go to the beach, right? That's what they want to do. So you bring an air show to the beach, it's, it's magic. And then, you know, obviously, you know, you know our secret sauce in terms of how we um, build the shows and the tempo and, you know, the whole thing. But um, What are the numbers? It's, Can it's you a share a few of the numbers? Because, I, I, you know, I don't think people have an understanding of, of the elephant in the room all the time and that's this stupid big booth that you've got here this year that's been <laughs> dialed back but but you're here i mean what are the numbers what are we looking at when you say pacific air shows coming to town what are you bringing well in in huntington beach you know we in 
our last economic impact study was done in 2022, and we generated over $120 million in economic impact for the city over the course of the host the weekend. When you compare that to things like, um, you know, the Major League Baseball World Series, that, that generally is somewhere in the neighborhood of about 80 to $100 million in economic impact. And wow. cities will opine to host things like that for, you know, once a decade, once every two decades. It's a major deal. And here, you know, our host city is, gets to enjoy that economic benefit every single year. So even, the, um, you know, and it's interesting, right, because we're bringing the air show right to the heart of the city. We're not, a lot of these air shows are, you know, off in a field somewhere or the, at the military base where they don't have all the, the businesses that get to benefit from that economic, ben- that economic impact. And so it's just a different approach. Not one is necessarily better than the other. But for us, that's really how we measure our success. Because, you know, the shows tend to say, you know, we had 20 billion people on the beach, you know, and it's like every year, okay, well, now we had 21 billion every year. You have to inflate your number. But really, that's not the measure of success. The measure of success was, was it good for the community? How did they respond to it? How did, how did the businesses and the families feel about it? You know what I mean? And if it's extremely positive and you can show those kinds of numbers, it's a win-win. There have been, over the course of the last 40 years at ICAS, a couple of different models. One was the Salinas model, that Harry Wardwell and uh, those folks out there in Salinas did it. And you've got what is quickly becoming the Pacific Airshow model or your the Kevin El- Elliott model. What can those air shows that don't have a beach or don't have that kind of a superb venue, what can they learn from what you are doing with the Pacific Air Show here and in Australia? What can they? What can we learn to make our other shows better? Well, I would say if I was to give them one bit of succinct advice, it would be to make the air show a secondary component, right? Take the aviation component out, just eliminate that from your thinking, and create something that people would want to come to without airplanes. If you create an event that people want to come to without airplanes, then you add airplanes to it, Boom. it's going to be damn cool. Yeah. 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 That's priceless. Yeah, it is priceless. They're going to throw us out of here. They are going to throw seconds. us out of here. we got to go. literally tearing this building apart. Kevin has his team here to throw it down. That's who they He's are? telling you. Oh, yeah. I'll break this thing You've down told in 20 minutes. That, you? He hates money. Yeah. He just I gotta hates hate it. it. I, I could do this myself my and save a lot banner. of money, but that wouldn't make any sense. This is the air show business <laughs> after <laughs> all. I spend all that money. <laughs> Kevin, thanks for uh, for hanging out. And what was – we talked a lot about social media this, this year. I mean, we talked a ton about that. I wish we could have uh, the team on because uh, – You oh, reached yeah. a lot that's, of people. That's a – the reach of these shows is – Pacific Air Show – Blows my mind. We had 1.7 billion impressions on social media, which sounds like go. a big number, but that is not a bullshit number. That's actually a very conservative number by how we measure it. So it's cool. It's cool. People love it. The next time he comes on, he's going to tell us how big his I, dick is. I enjoy any show. My dick I is <laughs> really small, actually, <laughs> just so you know. Yeah. And it's so is Fred and Alan, the other is. three guys it's that tiny. are doing the teardown here. Dick, oh, my God. Dick, you're doing a great job here there. He's on the ladder now, just taking down the light above us. Thanks, Kevin, Good for job. coming on. Fred All and right, Al, dude. hold that ladder steady. Oh, gosh. I think see, I am going to need a pseudonym. Wait till they there see the go. guy they call David out of the hall out here. There you go. All right. Not a stitch on. Thanks, He's Kevin. got a big Fred. Yeah. Kevin Elliott, thanks for coming on. And thanks to everybody for coming on and making this ICAST. Uh, convention, one of the best here. Possibly our now. last podcast. Merry <laughs> <laughs> Christmas, guys. <laughs> A little bit yeah, there Kevin. is that too. Absolutely. All the best to you and your family. All right. So long, everybody. <laughs>